This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, episode 113, recorded January 13th, 2008. You're listening to the TF Wire podcast. Pump it to give the Autobots life. So when Spada speak, that means three weeks from now. No, no, Kerr World. Shave the buff. I'm the goddamn Batman. I'm the goddamn Batman. All right, so this is Matrix Prime, and I am signing off. This is Spada saying goodnight, everybody. You're listening to the Transformers Week in Review podcast. I am Jesse, and back joining me is Spada. Yo. Yo. No internet problems this week. Woohoo! So that was your excuse for last week, huh? Uh, actually, what happened was we had a power spike, and since the guys who set up the the cabling didn't do it right, uh, I lost internet, and supposedly I lost TV as well. But TV was working. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, the guy uh, the guy came out on Saturday, and he installed a new grounding, a new splitter. Um, new cabling, and a couple of other things, and he actually went out to the little box and found that I wasn't quite set up correctly. So, are you, so you're all set up correctly now, then, eh? Yep, set up correctly. Shouldn't happen again. If it does, then I'll just have to replace the ground wire, or the ground cable, and that's like $2 at Radio Shack. Nice. All right. So, sweet. So, let's, let's get in the, let's get going. Yeah, let's kick off the show, and, uh... As I introduced last week by myself, our first new segment is called Transformers Animated Discussion. Now, since I've talked about the first four episodes, do you want to bring us into uh, episode, well, five here? <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about episode five. <laughs> yeah, it was where, supposed where to be episode Meltdown five? was supposed to show. Uh, I actually have a theory about this. Okay. Wasn't this the episode where Prowl was supposed to be having flashbacks to his time in the Great War. This was the episode where Bumblebee was supposed to become... What's the name of it? Shit, I don't know. Bumblebee? Yeah, Bumblebee. Well, there was a guy who got a hold of Bumblebee's, like, hydraulic fluid... To the episode guide! (laughs) Let's see here. Uh, here we go. This was supposed to be Total Meltdown. A bioengineering genius experiments with some of Bumblebee's hydraulic fluid and accidentally transforms himself into Meltdown. So that's what you said. Okay. But what, what, they have uh, to do with my theory. My theory has been thrown out the window because <laughs> I thought that it's a different episode then. Yeah. I have no idea why this episode was was skipped. Um, maybe there was something in it the Cartoon Network didn't want shown. Maybe he melts a building and everybody inside dies. I don't know. Oh come on! Has anybody died yet? Uh, the giant bug thing from the first episodes. Yeah, but can we really count that? Come on. Uh, the assembly line from last from the episode of Pure Shit. <laughs> okay, so aside from that, has anything else died? Not that I know of. Okay. I don't know. Is this supposed to be a recurring character, this Meltdown? No idea. Probably not. Then... Because he... They never mention him again. Then possibly just another filler episode? Probably. I wonder if... I really wonder if they saw the fans backlash to episode four and just went, uh, we can't have another filler episode. Quick, get the Dinobots! Yes, get Grimlock! Everybody likes Grimlock. But Yes, that was... But based on what we saw here in the episode we're going to be talking about and uh, Megatron's storyline, it doesn't seem like we missed anything in episode five with Megatron. 
No. <laughs> Doesn't look like we missed anything at all. No. So, with that, do you want to bring us into episode six here? Sure, episode six. Uh, Blast from the Past. I remember the name of the title. <laughs> Blast from the Past, thank you. Uh, episode starts out with uh, the team going to a dinosaur amusement park. Which, by the way, I was and... I was hoping to see Denver the Last Dinosaur. But considering Denver the Last <laughs> Dinosaur was eaten by Grimlock several, about 10, 20 years ago, we won't talk about him. Um, and they have animatronic dinosaurs. Well, Bulkhead, being the destructive klutz that he is, somehow manages to break three of them. A Tyrannosaurus, a Triceratops, and a Petriodon, or Pterodactyl, or whatever the difference between them is. I'm calling Pterodactyl. And while Dr. Sumdak goes to repair these things, Megatron reveals himself to Dr. Sumdak. But, being the manipulative bastard that Megatron <laughs> is, he m- manipulates Dr. Sumdak because, well, Dr. Sumdak is a fucking idiot. I will agree. And they rebuild the dinosaurs, and then Megatron takes control of them, they go on a rampage, and then uh, Ratchet, to stop them, Ratchet and Bumblebee try to create an electromagnetic pulse using their electricity and magnetic powers, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. (laughs) It's a cartoon, go with it. Yeah, and then, all of a sudden, Sari's key starts working, <laughs> and she plugs it into Bumblebee's arms, and... We just happen to have a port specifically for that. I think... I don't think they have the ports. I think the ports are kind of realigned by the key itself. Oh. It's generated on the spot. Yeah. I forget who uh, said it in the forums, but he said, uh, I thought we got away from Cyber Planet keys. Yeah. Sorry, they're back. Well, one of the, it's the universal cyberplanic skeleton <laughs> key, but turns out that I think the key pretty much gave the Dinobots life. So the pretty much the rest of the episode is the Dinobots being manipulated by Megatron and then fighting everybody in dinosaur mode. And it ends with Prowl saving them by putting them yes, back into Prowl the park. Prowl and Bulkhead. Prowl and Bulkhead. And yes. Bulkhead pretty much kicked the crap out of the Dinobots in dinosaur mode. Yep. Did you get the uh, Transformers movie reference in there when he hit uh, yes. Slag? Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Which I'm, I'm going to assume they're using the name Slag, right? Yes. Yeah. They're using Slag, uh, Swoop, and Grimlock. Yep. The other thing about the episode was Bulkhead was trying to be more ninja-like. And, yeah, you, you could pretty much guess how that went. It failed horribly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's start with the, with the Dinobots. Love the design. Yep, I have to agree. I love the design. It's too bad we only saw Grimlock's robot mode at the end, but it was a nice little teaser. I I have a kind of a theory about that. Uh-oh. Did you notice that Grimlock, as as the show got or the episode went on, he was getting smarter. Well, he was just he was getting more, more intelligent. I'm sorry. He was just speaking more. Yeah, he was speaking more, but he it looked like he was getting a little bit more intelligent towards the end of the show. And I have a theory that the other guy, the others, are going to get more intelligent the more we see them. To actually be able to speak. Yes, but <laughs> the Dinobots were created as prototypes for Megatron's future army. But the one thing I liked was Dr. Sumdak turned to Megatron and said, You designed flamethrowers into them? Yeah, that was nice. And Megatron, <laughs> and Megatron was like, 
I'm sorry. I was kind of got a little bit <laughs> overboard with that. I'm like, okay, you designed flamethrowers into them. And he gives you this lame-ass answer, and you buy it? <laughs> well, just because a guy's smart doesn't mean he has any common sense. Come on. That's true. <laughs> so then what did, what did you think of Kay's version of Grimlock? I liked it. Right? I thought it was good. Right? I thought it was really... What? Uh, are we in a little delay here or what? <laughs> no, I said I thought it was good. Well, yeah, but then I'm talking and then... I don't know. I think we're in a little delay. In any case, what I was going to say was right at the very beginning when he first starts talking, it almost sounds like the G1 Grimlock. Yes. yes. <laughs> Where he's like, Grimlock. Which I thought was pretty cool. Yes. That was very cool. Very good nod. As he spoke more, as, as you could obviously tell it was a different voice, but it's a pretty, pretty, pretty close to the G1 version. And he's got the attitude down. Yeah. I still love at the very end, stupid nature, come fight down like, come down here and fight like Dinobots. <laughs> well, when the bird shit on his nose? Yeah, when the bird pooped <laughs> on his nose. <laughs> and he did have a sword at the end. Yes. And it was flaming. And did you notice the uh, transformation? Very G1. Yes. Very G1. Yes. So, and, and looking at the prototype of the, um, the toy, which we saw a long time ago now, it seems to, to resemble the same sort of transformation. So, mm-hmm. I can't wait for those toys. Now, I'm sure there are going to be some slight differences here and there, but it's very similar. Yep. So I'm looking forward to those toys. I'm also looking forward yes. to the rest of the Dinobots talking at some point, and yes, I want to see the robot modes. So, well, we've seen the we've seen the black and white pictures of their robot modes. Yeah, but I want to see them colored. I think Slag at this point is a little too much red on him. We'll see. Yeah, I mean his whole tail is red. So, so now I I talked about and complained about the key last week. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the key here? And its use in the animated series. Um, I don't mind it, but we're already five episodes in, and the key has been... I'm sorry, that key should not be wielded by a, <laughs> by a ten-year-old. I agree. You think it should be popping up in every episode, then? Becoming the key plot point? Yeah, the key is the key plot point, yes. Um, I'm getting kind of tired of it, honestly. I understand why they're using it, but it's kind of turning into the magical artifact of plot drivenness. And I'm I'm just looking at the episode guide here. The the episode you're talking about with flashbacks, that's the next episode. Mm-hmm. Oh. Thrill of the Hunt. Is that the hit is that Headmaster? Is that Headmaster? What? Yeah, is that when the headmaster shows up? Uh, who's that? Uh, it's a human villain. No, next episode is, I think, Lockdown, actually. Yeah, the muscle car wreaking havoc in Detroit. Yes. Yeah. Headmaster. I forget about Headmaster. Yeah, the the human headmaster-ish dude <laughs> guy. Now then... The one whose head looks like a giant... The one that looks like a toaster. Yeah. Now, just just to back up a little bit, what, what did you think of the uh, animated movie, then? I liked it. I thought the animated movie was good. Um... I think that it really set the tone for the show, but I really wasn't expecting the key to be shown so much. <laughs> are you really... Like, in the movie, it made sense. Are, are you digging Starscream? I'm digging Starscream. <laughs> totally digging Starscream. Do you love the voice or what? Oh, my God. I, I just... It's like Chris Lotta reincarnated. <laughs> I agree. I just... I, I could not get over how good the voice was. 
Now, we will have some more Decepticons showing up shortly. Yes. Uh, let's see, Episode 7... Looks like they skip them in Episode 8. And then they come back in Episode What's... 9. And then we finally get to see uh, Blitzwing in Episode 11. Oh, Blitzwing and Lugnut. <laughs> I can't wait for that. That's going to be just carnage. Yeah, their little introduction there in episode or in the in the movie was uh, way too brief. Yeah, but I am looking forward to those. I thought this episode was pretty good as an introduction for the Dinobots. I just want to see more at this point and less of the key. Yes, I like I like uh I do really like Fan Zone. I like Defect Detective Fan Zone. Chief Quimby. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this is why I hate machines. He's like a muscle bound Chief Quimby. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the let's move on to our news then. Yes, let's move on to the news. Let me pull it up here because I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> All right, our first story: Animated Battle Damage Prime pictures surface, and these come via actoys.net. Now they've also been posted on our forums, I believe, by somebody. Yes, yes. Now is this is this part of a two pack? Because I was reading, I don't know. I was reading on. I don't know if it's our forums or if it was on the AllSpark, but somebody said that they thought this was part of a two-pack that came with a Battle Damage Megatron as well. Okay, considering it's a, it looks like it's a completely different figure than the Deluxe and the Voyager. Well, this is a different Deluxe version. This is the uh, Earth Mode Prime that's got some remolded pieces. When I first saw it, when I saw it for the first time, I thought it was a fan. I thought it was a fan kit bash of some sort. And you, did you like it? It's okay. I don't know about the battle damage, though. The battle damage is just bad paint. <laughs> I do like the axe, though. Oh, the axe is gorgeous. Can I use that word on here? Gorgeous? Yes. <laughs> Does it make sense, though? Yeah. <laughs> it's I really awesome. like the axe. Awesome. Um, I, if I get a hold of him, I'll probably repaint. I'll probably paint over the battle damage. <laughs> Well, you don't have to buy the battle damage version. I want to. I want to see what Megatron looks like. Yeah, is is there supposed to be a deluxe Megatron? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, all I've heard about is the uh, Voyager, so I don't know. All I know is we're going to be waiting for another good five months before any of these figures even sh- see the light of day. Well, I'll be getting one shortly. So, which one? Uh, I want to leave it a secret. <sighs> Dick. It's on its way to me. I should have it shortly. Mwahaha! <laughs> Jerk. We're going to bump them 1,500 subscribers up to 1,600 with that review. <laughs> hey, fandom, if anybody's got a toy they can send me that's an animated figure, let me know. <laughs> I'll buy it off you if need be. But send them to me first. I'll sell them no, to Speedo. No, <laughs> screw Jesse. All right, let's just move on to the next story. Yeah, moving on to number two, Theft of the Golden Disc Released. This comes to us from uh, the Transformers Club. Yay. Little, uh, Little, what is it, two-part video? Yep. Shows uh, the theft of the golden disc. You see, we see Pterosaur. We see uh, Pterosaur as uh, Energon. Um, what was the plane in Energon? Sorry, I, I've forgotten all of Energon. <laughs> the white plane. We see Megatron as uh, Cybertron. It, it's all the figures from last year's BotCon. Was it last year's BotCon? No, that was classics. Two years ago. Two years ago. Two BotCons ago. Yes. So we've got uh, Megatron as uh, Cybertron, upgraded Red Alert. We've got, I think it's, I want to say, Armada Hoist as Dinobot. 
I can't remember what Tarantulas was. I think he's a Energon Ransack. But we've got a got a lot of decent things. It's pretty neat. It looks like it was made in OpenGL, yeah, but you, hey. Yeah, you didn't say right at the beginning here that this is a fan-made project, and it's a prequel yeah, to Beast Wars. Yeah, this is fan-made. I'm sorry? And it's a prequel to Beast Wars as well. Yes, it is a prequel. Cryotech is, shows up in it, and he is... Um, what's his name? Sh- shock Blast. He's the Shock Blast mold. Energon Shock Blast. Gotcha. But it's, a, it's pretty cool. It shows that Megatron is a devious bastard. Now, even though this is a fan-made project, they did uh, get David Kay on board. Yes, David Kay's voice. That was very cool. I have no idea who did the voice of Cryotech, but hey, probably David Kay. No, there's credits at the end, but I don't remember who it is offhand. No. But, so, but, did you like it overall, then? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I just, I, I have this problem with the molds that they chose for some of the characters. See, I, don't... I know they have to be existing molds, but... I hate the mold for Dinobot. Yeah, that big long arm just doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, I thought it was a I thought it was pretty good especially for a fan-made thing. And yes, and because of the fact that they got David K on board, but I thought the story was severely lacking. Yeah. I mean, there's hardly hardly any voiceover whatsoever once you get into that brief introduction at the beginning. Mhm. The story's just told through the action and the scenes we have there really aren't all that great in terms of telling the story. So, But hey, it's free. I think it's worth watching it. Yeah, give it a watch. Give it a watch. Um, I think someone's posted them, embedded them in our forums too. So, Probably. Yep. Moving on. Moving on. Story 3. The Collector's Club reveals their fourth freebie figure, and his name is Top Spin. And this is a repaint of the Energon Blackout slash Stormcloud mold. The helicopter. The helicopter. So we have both jets from the Superion. We've got the tank from the Bruticus mold, and now we've got the helicopter from the Bruticus mold. Now you you were a member of the the Collectors Club, right? Yes, and I have the I have the tank, and I have the jet. Okay. Well, which jet? The third one. The the second jet. Okay. See, I was a no no the the jet the jet that. The thin jet, the thinner one, the one that's an A-10 Warthog. Okay. I was a, a member of the Collector's Club during the first year, so I have the first figure, but I don't like the, the color schemes on these figures whatsoever. No. The color scheme's horrible. <laughs> I mean, what the hell is the centerpiece going to look like? Just more red and I don't, purple and... I don't want to know. <laughs> There's been rumor that it's actually the Superion head centerpiece, Ugh. which is the worst one yes, out of all it's of them. fucking horrible. <laughs> I, out, of, out of those... It falls apart. It's It's got a huge empty section in the chest. Yes. Out, out of those uh, combiners that we got during... What the hell line was that? Energon. Energon. That's right. Duh. This is Energon repaint. Um, I think the best one was the Bruticus one. Oh, by hands down. So why, why not go the Bruticus with that? One, the Bruticus one and the construction one were the best ones. The Superion one was by far the worst. Yeah, but if they're not going to add any more color schemes in the main centerpiece here, I mean, I don't have any interest anyways, but <laughs> I I mean, who the hell would want this? I don't know. It's not making me want to rejoin the Collector's <laughs> Club. Watch, there'll be some spectacular color scheme on this figure, and you'll want to join, and then you'll be missing th- two of the figures. Eh, I don't really care all that much. I'll show you my first one. Like I said, I don't really care all that much. <laughs> if you get any animated figures, I'll trade you for it. 
We'll see. Come on. It's not worth it, dude. <laughs> anyway, moving on to story no- last real news story that we have today. Transformers 2 to start shooting on June 2nd. News comes via ISB, IESB interview with uh, producer Lorenzo Di Bonaventura. Exactly. <laughs> I hate his... And he pretty much, pretty much he said that we're aiming for a June 2nd to start, but we don't have any writers, and Michael needs some writers. Well, they say, he Michael said that they had the basic outline and plot of the mm-hmm. story. They just don't have the final details. So, right. So if you just have that... Can a director start shooting? I have no idea. The only thing I could think of is maybe they're doing the action sequences first. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe they don't have the dialogue done, but if they have like the action sequences planned out, maybe you could shoot those. Right. I don't know. I just hope the writer's strike ends soon. <laughs> With the uh, shitty... Well, considering TV, considering TV really sucks yeah, right Yeah, I was now. just going to say that. With the shitty TV we have now, with the writers gone, uh, something needs to happen quick. Uh, did you see the... The new uh, reality show that's coming to, I believe, ABC. It, inv- it involves uh, teenagers who want to have kids. So before they have actually have these kids, they're taking kids from uh, apparently families who want to participate, and they're giving them to these teenagers, and they're letting, letting them take care of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> that. Oh, my God. For anybody interested, that's coming out in February. So I, I saw a commercial for it here a few days ago. So... so... Well, wait a minute. Whatever happened to that show about where they took all those kids and plopped them down in the middle of fucking nowhere, and they had to build a town by themselves? That show's over. Whatever happened to that? It's over. Oh, it is? I thought that was like... I thought that went off the air. No, it actually made it through the season. Oh, my God. I don't know what the ratings were on it, but (laughs) I saw like a... Maybe two episodes of that, and that was horrible, so... We we have the uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles to look forward to today, tonight. Uh... (laughs) But hey, Prison Break is coming back tomorrow. Looking forward to that. House is coming back. Oh, when's House coming back? Uh, I think in the week after next. So it's pretty... It, well, you know, it's funny. Like, I watch a lot of Discovery Channel and Food Network. All their new stuff is starting the week of the 20... What is it? The 26th? Whenever that week is? Yeah, the, the week of the 21st is when I think all the new stuff comes back. Yeah, that's when House is coming or back, new I er. I love House, by the way. Best show on TV. Eh, it's okay. We uh, for Christmas, my mom got me uh, some DVDs of a little bit of Fry and Laurie, which of what Hugh Laurie is oh, on. Yeah. Oh my God, does he look young? <laughs> Holy crap! He did it. It was like in the late '80s, early '90s. Yep. So he was only in his twenties. Yep. So it was like, oh my God. Yep. I, I I had also forgot that he was in uh, the 101 Dalmatians. I saw that on TV the other day. As I was flipping. Oh my god. Was in that. The original? Not the animated, no, the uh, live action. The live action. Yeah. I didn't know that. No. He's one of the guys that are huh. trying to steal the dogs. Right, one of Corella DeVille's flunkies. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to be moving on to our hot <laughs> how, how topic we move of the from week. Transformers 2 to Hugh Laurie? Um, because there, it was talking about TV. <laughs> wow, that was a. That was a major... Tangent ahoy, Captain. (laughs) All right, yeah, let's move on to Hot Topic of the Week, one of the uh, other new segments here on the show. And the Hot Topic this week on the forums seemed to be the animated bulkhead figure, uh, where we got to see the figure itself and the box it came in. 
And apparently this is not a Voyager-sized figure. No, it... <laughs> when transformed, it's as tall as a... Del- to the head, it's as tall as a deluxe figure. But the box is fucking huge. Yeah. It sort of reminds me of the classics Prime. Prime. Yeah. I was thinking that, and I think the reason is because he's so wide. The actual figure itself is so wide in in vehicle mode. So because it takes a lot more plastic just to actually make the figure, they decided to make it a, a Voyager? Probably. Because no. there's one picture but on there, if you look at it, you can actually see like behind the figure, the, to the right side of the figure, and there's a whole mm-hmm. bunch of empty space there, and it's like sort of hidden. In the packaging. Yeah, in the packaging, it's sort of like hidden by the box art itself, so... Yep. Hasbro's getting kind I of saw sneaky. that. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? What am I going to do? I could not buy the figure. I'm still going to buy the fucking <laughs> yeah, figure. Yeah, I'm going to buy it too. And uh, how many months away? Oh, five. <laughs> but you know, by the time we actually see them in stores, it'll probably be six. Uh, well, I had heard now late May or early June. What? What is taking them so long? I mean, seriously. That, I don't know. What's... Because... We're seeing a bunch of figures. There's a bunch of loose figures on eBay, but we've also seen some uh, box figures start to crop up too. So I mean, they're obviously so done that and means ready. They're yeah, they're done. They're ready. Are they waiting for like more movie stuff? Because now I admit, I went to Walmart and I went to Toys R Us this week, and they're pretty much fully stocked. But do they have so many more figures still in the channel? I don't know. We have the... Uh, From the movie? We have that metallic... What is it? The premium series? Can you repeat that? Because Skype just kind of crapped out, and all I got was... <laughs> See, I knew there was some type of delay here. I said we have we have the uh, premium series coming out. Well, whoop-de-fucking-do. And we have repaints of e- almost every single character well, coming. Yeah, but we, well, we also have the the entire AllSpark Power subline, which we haven't seen any of yet in stores. Well, no, I take that back. Yeah, Some of them are starting there are to come out. Three new figures come. Three new figures are um, Landmine, Stockade, and Interceptor. And then we've got the only repaint that I'll actually buy, which is the repaint of the 2008 Camaro B, yep. black, the inverted black and yellow version, which looks freaking fantastic. No, someone told me that the uh, the metallic version, the premium version, is going to be painted just like the original concept B, except it's going to have the uh, um, the AllSpark power um, head. Did you get any of that? Hello? 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 Gotta... Yeah, that that was weird. You were talking, and then I got you nothing. you got to unmute your mic. Or, or turn up the volume. My mic is unmuted. I mean, it literally, <laughs> you were cutting in and out. Oh, man, you got a shitty internet connection over there. <laughs> I don't know. Do I, should, do I have to repeat it? Yes, please. Okay. I, what I was saying was the premium, the premium concept B. Someone told me this is going to come with the uh, AllSpark Power B's head. Well, that's just dumb. Why is that dumb? <laughs> Do you want the uh, the current? If I if I heard you right, you said it was going to come, the premium and the AllSpark Power were going to be packaged together. If I heard you, oh, uh, right. you didn't hear me right. <laughs> No, I didn't hear you right there. No, I said there... It seems like when you start talking, I start losing... I start losing you. Uh, Don't stop recording. Hold on. Something's pinging my system for... 
all it's worth. <laughs> God, it's Skype. Skype is killing my computer. I don't know anything about that. Jesus Christ. Here, uh, I'm going to continue recording. I'm going to drop your call and restart Skype. This is fucking horseshit. What, what the hell? What is wrong with Skype? Yeah, take a deep breath and watch your computer get hosed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, where were we? Uh, yeah, <laughs> where the fuck were we? Um, getting back <clears throat> to the uh, premium Bumblebee. Yes. Um, what I was saying was, someone had told me, and I don't know if this is, is true or not, but that it comes with the same remolded head that the Allspark Power version is coming with. Hmm. I'd rather have the... Um... Is it the premium that's repainted in the color scheme we like? No, that's the AllSpark Power. Or I'd rather have the AllSpark Power one, I think. Is that what they're calling that? It's Nightwatch? <coughs> Nightwatch Night Bumblebee. No, that's Nightwatch Prime. It's Night something, though, isn't it? Night Streak Bumblebee or something like but that. But is that part of the AllSpark Power? I think so. Okay. So we've got the AllSpark Power line to look forward to, I guess. But other than that, I mean, we've got nothing. Yeah, there are three figures. <laughs> So I don't know what the hell Hasbro's waiting for. Don't know. Unless either. they just want to stockpile them up so that the stores don't run out like they did the movie line. I don't it know. It seems like an awful long time to wait, though. I don't know. I mean, considering if they released... I can understand if they released new figures in, say, March or April. Then that would give them an entire line to classics in October. I think that's even a little bit too long to wait, though, especially now that we have the cartoon out there. I mean, and there's and yeah. there's no toys to support it. And the cartoon is the, like the number one cartoon on Cartoon Network right now. Right. In that in that time zone. Yep. I mean, and look at what we'd and have already. We'd have we'd have all the uh, Autobots at this point. Um, they just introduced the Dinobots, so maybe they'd be popping up. We'd probably have Starscream. I don't know how many or what Decepticons are in that first wave. Megatron, Starscream, and Lockdown. I believe. Okay, and we've already seen well Megatron's head. And the Cybertronian Megatron. But he'll be making an appearance probably shortly. And we have Lockdown coming up, so... Yeah, we've got Lockdown, we've got Starscream. Um, got, yeah, we got all those. I mean, we've got... What's well, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven toys that could be releasing. Yeah, so I don't know what the hell Hasbro's doing. I don't know either. I'm hopeful, Hopefully they'll say something to BotCon. Maybe, hopefully someone will bring that question up. If they don't, I'll ask them. Yeah. So, I guess it's wait and see at this point. Yep. All right, so moving on to listener questions. Listener questions. I think this is the everyone's favorite segment on the show. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> First one comes from Firestreak Rodimus, and he asks, when deciding which figures you own to display, do you limit it to just displaying figures from the current line you are collecting, or do you have specific ones from different lines out? I have uh, different lines out, but I normally group them by lines. Like, before I moved, I had... Um, I had the classics guys on one shelf. I had the movie guys on another on another shelf, and I had some random other guys on a and I had all my ranger figures on another shelf, and then I had uh, some other guys on other shelves. Um, I I group them by line as well, and I guess the only ones I actually have out on display are the ones I'm collecting at the time. Um, the rest of them, like I've said in the past, are all packed away. So right now, all I've got out are the eight movie figures I have. Which I guess I can start packing those away. I I have the classics <laughs> figures out, and I probably won't pack those away because I mean there's only a limited number of them anyways. 
And I've just had the two titaniums that I have. Well, the two titaniums that I have open. Um, and that's it. So I don't have any figures displayed right now. Oh, uh, well. I mean, we're still unpacking. <laughs> well, damn, what are you doing? You need, to, you need to hire people to unpack for you. Yeah, I know, really? <laughs> well, let's not forget, you did have to paint that pink wall. Yes. <laughs> um, all right, so let's move on. Question two. Number two comes from Yummy4CT. What G1 character do you most want to see get their own cameo and animated? Ooh. Well, considering we're getting a Jazz, we're getting Ultra Magnus, we're getting whoever the Sentinel Prime guy is, we've got the Dinobots. I, I, I know one. What? Um, if you remember back watching the animated movie, did the uh, color scheme on the Autobot ship remind you of any figure? You mean the orange and red? And the gray... Silver? I don't remember seeing gray and silver. On the Autobot ship? Yeah. The color scheme definitely reminded me of Omega Supreme. I'd love to see Omega Supreme. So you need to go back and check that part out right at the beginning. I would love to see Omega Supreme. See? Um, well, we're already getting a sound wave. We're already getting um, some Constructicons. Hmm. I don't know. I'd like to see Sunstreaker and Sideswipe, but they're going to be in the classics. I could care less about Mirage. I'd like to see Hound. That'd be nice. Hound figure, yeah. Yeah, I've always liked Hound. Hound character, I don't know if we're... Yeah. We're going to see an Ironhide. He's going to show up. Uh... You know what would be really cool? If all of a sudden, like, a Rodimus Prime showed up? Ugh. With a wheelie? (laughs) A wheelie. And Cup. And uh, we've already got a Cup character, though. Yeah, that's true. Hey, I would be down with seeing a new wheelie. I'd like to see a non-sucky wheelie. <laughs> I don't think you can do it at this point. I think it'd, it'd be in there just to just to tease the fans at this point. Probably. I mean, Hasbro has to know that the character is almost universally hated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to know. I want to see this... Um, character that Weird Al Yankovic is supposed to be portraying. Rekar? Yeah. I want to see Rekar. Is he gonna, do you think he's going to have a mustache and goatee? Weird Al doesn't have a mustache and goatee right now. No, I meant the, the character. Rekar. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I don't think he would. Well, why not? The G1 version does. Yeah, I don't think he would. Okay. I'm, I'm betting we see it. I'd like to see a triple changer on the Autobot side. Maybe a Springer. I'd be down with a Springer. I never had a, a G1 Springer. No, neither did I. But yeah, I think we're I think we're both universally decided on Omega Supreme. I'm. Not only do I want to see the character, I want to see a toy as well. So. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to our last question. This comes from Actar, I guess. That's how you pronounce yep. it. His question is, uh, what would you call a good slash perfect Transformer? And I didn't put this down in the show notes here, but he's looking more specifically for like. Posability. He's not actually looking for us to name a figure. He just wants to know, like, in terms of posability, like a color scheme. Maybe if the figure has, like, too much, um, too many parts hanging off it. And too much kibble. kibble. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for <laughs> in robot mode. Things along those lines. If, if it's a figure that I come back to again and again and just keep transforming it over and over and keep posing it and putting it in different poses in robot mode, that's my perfect figure. Like, some of the classic figures were definitely up there as perfect figures because they had the posability and they had the perfect amount of kibble, not too much. There's really only one classics figure that I'm not 
100% down with, and that's uh, just Grimlock. I, I agree wholeheartedly, because Grimlock, if the if you go back and watch both of our video reviews of Grimlock, if they had bothered to fix those couple of problems, it would have been a per, it would have been a great figure. Yep. But for me, it's all about the posability because I typically display the figures that I actually have on display in robot mode. So I like to put them in a uh, some nice poses and the color scheme as well. I like it to look good. If it's got like the horrible shitty club freebie color scheme. I'm going to keep walking on by. <laughs> I'm not going to be wasting my money. So that's that's what makes a perfect a uh, transformer for me. And I have to reiterate posability, kibble amount, but mostly one thing that I've noticed with the movie figures is a lot of the movie figures have a hard time standing up. Uh, I haven't noticed that at all. <laughs> RC has a hard time standing up. Oh, we'll see. I, yeah. Uh, the G1, or the G1, the uh, first version of uh, Bumblebee, the 76, I noticed, tends to topple over. Mine does. Yeah. And with those huge clown feet. That and uh, posability isn't as important to me as, is the transformation fun? Does the figure look good? And... Can the damn thing stand up, and is it proportioned right? Uh, see, even at proportions, I like some figures that are disproportioned. It, it actually looks good on some figures in robot in robot mode. I will admit that, like um, Dropkick, for example, from the movie line. He's a great figure. He's horribly disproportioned. <laughs> that he is, yes. But I don't own the figure, so I I can't comment on the robot mode. I I would strongly suggest picking the figure up. I really like the figure. I think it's a good figure. And it looks good. Yeah. I just want to be done buying the movie figures at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I don't blame you. I've moved on to the 25th Joe figures, so... I'm thoroughly thoroughly excited for for animated. Yep. And I will be getting my figure shortly. Woo! Oh, you son (laughs) of a bitch. So I'm looking forward to that. Have fun with your modified Valkyrie. My modified Valkyrie? Yeah. Starscream is a... If you're getting Starscream like you hinted at... Well, when did I hint at that? You hinted at that on the forums. Did I? Yeah. I did that? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. No, I believe you're wrong. Uh, I I, I don't (laughs) think so. Well, I have no idea what you're talking about, so... Regardless. (laughs) You will have a video review up when it hits. Uh, Yes. And by the way, maybe I I should do one of those Q&A videos that I've been doing. With the video filters that I have that gives me animated Starscream's chin. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Because <laughs> I've got a video filter for that, and it looks pretty outrageous. So <laughs> I might have to try that. Oh, I, I've got to see that. that that's got to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll do that for the next one, then. Or at least a little clip I'll throw in there. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't do any voice acting, or I do a Starscream voice as well, but... Long chin is long. <laughs> I think my chin would even be is even longer than Starscream's using this video filter. So, <laughs> damn. <laughs> so it's it's pretty wild. So I think that's it for the news and listener questions for this week. Yeah, there wasn't anything else really. The headset is hurting my ears. Yes. <laughs> I, we've we're 
what the hell time is it? We're about three hours past when we wanted to, or two and a half hours past when I wanted to start recording because my uh, satellite dish guy showed up early, so, and, and took forever, by the way. Did he break your car? He did not break my car. Although I didn't, yeah. I didn't look at him when he left, so he might have dropped the ladder on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't comment on that, but uh, he didn't break it while he was installing. I will say that. Good. So, anything else before we end the show? I got nothing. Um, I was going to say something, but I don't remember what it was. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. We have uh, selected a brand new host to join us. Oh, yes, that's right. Damn, I knew there was something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his name is Ryan. He goes by the screen name of Nightbeat on the forums. Um, he was He participated in a little pre-show chat before we started recording, so... Little? Little? Little pre-show? Uh, yeah, I'm calling it a little. <laughs> well, it was little for you. I'd actually been on, uh, online like an hour before that talking, so... Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, when will Ryan be joining us? Um, I'm thinking the first show in February. Makes sense. I thought we'd kick off the new month with him, so... I figured this this week's show is a clusterfuck. So, yeah, <laughs> between the internet between the internet uh, problems you're having and uh, us trying to keep our recordings going while with all that going on, it might have been a, a little too much. So, so look for him to join us in February. Yes, we will return to our normal broadcasting times, hopefully in February. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is Jesse signing off for this week. And this is Spade saying good night, everybody. <laughs>